Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. And it's an absolute pleasure to have in the studio our very own journo, Mr Matt Watson. Matt, good morning. Welcome, buddy. Great to see you. Great to be here and great to sort of finally cross paths on the air. Well, indeed, um, you do such a great work on the, and the newsroom. Is, we didn't want to rush you in the first day, but you, you were certainly <laughs> so you rushed on the first... Maybe the 10th or the 12th day. <laughs> yes. But to tell us a little bit about you. Oh, OK. That you, uh, that you wish to. It's, it's not unusual for me to be um, being asked the questions. Um, well, I was, I was born originally in London uh, back in the 60s, and the family came out when I was a teenager to, to Australia. I, we moved to, to Sydney. Um, and I, then I had a brief period in Sydney before we moved to the south coast of New South Wales. I lived in my high school in Bega, so from London okay. to Bega, which is a bit of a comparison. I would say so. <laughs> a bit of a shift. Uh, then came yeah, back to Sydney to do the university, did a communications degree in Sydney, and then for the last 20 or 30 years have travelled all over the place doing uh, this, you know, participating in this wonderful industry that we find ourselves in. And uh, you've, you've lobbed in Launceston. I have, yeah. It's a good spot. Interesting journey. Took a break from radio four or five years ago, as you do after a long period, especially when you've done breakfast for years. Yes. I've just had to get off that merry-go-round for a while and um, turn my hand for a brief period to, to government relations. Was a media advisor with New South Wales government in a number of roles. Worked for not-for-profits for a while in their media mm. sections and did uh, a lot of work in that sort of general area of media advice and communications. And then the bug came calling again, as you know, on oh, the radio. They, I've done the same, got out, oh, then someone rings up and says, look, mate, are you interested in coming back into radio? I'm, yes. Al Pacino thing. Remember, he's the godfather, <laughs> you think you're out and they pull, pull you, you back, back in. in. Yeah, that's it. That's that experience. Good, well, I'm glad you're back and I'm certainly glad you're here. It's great to have you and, and indeed welcome. And I know you're already on the news as well, which is beautiful. But Homelessness Week, mm. um, something we've covered quite a bit uh, this week yeah, uh, with a number of major players. But tell us uh, about the situation with um, City Missions Safe Space. Yeah, we've been covering that this morning as mm. well. Just the, the situation with a number of former clients, uh, people have made use of that service over the, the period, um, saying it's beset with a number of problems, mainly antisocial behaviour, violence, and saying that there are moments where they feel it would be safer being back out on the streets than being in that facility overnight. I saw that and I, when I was reading that and I thought this is... Uh, it's so wrong, isn't it, mm. when they're scared? And then there was a little part about, oh, please make the door stronger. Yeah, the, 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 they said there's fairly not secure. Like, big concerns mm. about people that have been refused entry or have been turned away, being outside, being angry, being hostile, um, and uh, making threats from outside and feel they're not particularly mm. secure on the inside. I, I note that the um, the management of that facility have said they're happy to discuss security. They do have security guards there that um, I think work most of the day, but then leave yeah. around about nine nine o'clock at night, and then the they have basically social workers are left to deal with what will probably be the most frightening period of the uh, of the, the term which is overnight yes they've got security yeah. cameras they've got duress alarms but uh, people are just saying look maybe that's the period we really need security guards but when they say pitching a tent outside winter what an option well you wouldn't think it would be an option no, would you? but there all. it is and, yeah. and that's a pretty desperate situation to find yourself in so obviously mm. um, maybe there's something that can be done it's a government funded facility maybe the government can look uh, pulling a few levers there and seeing what can be done as far as safety and security is concerned. Yeah, good call. I'm glad you've been covering it very well too in the news. And the ANMF strikes, a lot on there. We've spoken to Emily a couple of times, Emily Shepherd 
from the union. Mm. And we had a, a, our own conversations with it. Mm. Been very busy this week, obviously following on from a, what unfolded in Hobart, showing support for their uh, yeah. their members across the state, and hopefully getting to this before it sort of spreads also to the Mersey as well and um, Northwest Regional Hospital. They want to get that stitched up. That deal is on the table, as you uh, as Emily said with you, uh, mm. I think just uh, yesterday. Very comprehensive, about a nine or ten point plan to, to solve that. What's been a very ongoing, mm. protracted dispute. But we we want them. We want them to be looked after way more than they are. We still are Tasmania, that state down there that doesn't pay the most, and that's one of the problems, isn't it? it, the, it we, is. we have good good nurses or good trainees, and then mm. they come through their training facilities, go further afield, and go somewhere else to make an adequate living. What about um, uh, well, Parliament being delayed, prorogued? I mean, uh, again, here we go. What do you think? Bit of a, I mean, what is it? A week delayed by a week. What sort of impact do you... I mean, I don't think it's going to have a significant I impact. I also don't think it will have a significant impact. I think they can get the same done because it's just stretched the next week out, yeah. another week after. So, I mean, they can do that, and, and that's what I'm gathering will happen. So, yeah. um, But it's, it's always interesting. We have in the state the most amazing argy-bargy between Labor and Liberal here, more yeah. than anything I've ever seen. It's quite interesting. But, I mean, no, I don't think it'll have a great deal of impact. Labor do, of course. Mm. They do. I'm not entirely um, across that in terms of the, uh, the the concerns of Labor. I mean, if we're going to get all of that stuff that they need to discuss done in, uh, in, in a similar mm. period and find enough time in August, um, I'm not entirely certain what the rationale for being concerned is. Mm. Well, let's let's move on to uh, something. I mean, the, the RBA um, and that issue with not only homelessness week, of course, but the RBA raising raising rates up. We go. Mm. Uh, my concern is the listeners that have co- contacted Tasmania Talks have said, and, and, and it's valid that they've said, "Hey, what about those that are saving? You know, we're, we're retirees that we don't we don't get pension because uh, we're self funded retirees, but they have to they get all their savings in the bank. The banks are making still making billions. Yep." absolutely robbing everyone blind if in regard to saving and they haven't put a lot of the savings up which is a disgrace again i'm not an economist <laughs> so i'm not entirely sure of the uh, the machinations of banks and how they justify what they do but mm. it would seem unfair uh, not to pass on those interest rate gains into savings if you're mm. doing it elsewhere what about uh, just a story I thought I'd uh, throw at you because I read this today and you, you probably uh, saw that story. Ab- absolutely insane. Uh, and this is where you've got to credit Australia's um, gun laws are mm. quite sensible. But this is where a man in New York has okay. been charged. <laughs> Once, as soon as we got to America, I'm like, okay, here we go. It's a man in New York has been charged with attempted murder after allegedly shooting a McDonald's worker for serving his mum cold fries. Yeah. It's got to that ludicrous yeah, stage, there, beyond ridiculous. And as you say, it's a, it's a good thing that we've worked oh. very hard and we've been very conscientious and drawn that line in the sand as far as firearms are concerned in our country. Mm. Because, you know, you wonder where, where, would, where would, it, would it follow if we had a, a similar situation here? Absolutely. An incident started, by the way, as an argument between a 40-year-old woman and the worker whom she accused of having given a cold fries and then she mm. sort of video streamed son, son came roaring in and off it went. Um, but there are almost um, 120 
120 guns for every 100 people in the US, according to the Small Arms mm. Survey Group. More than 45,000 people were killed in 2020 by firearms. Half of them uh, suicide, yeah, sadly enough. Serious problem. You've got that whole combination of you know, the right to bear arms that they, they, they stand behind as far oh. as their amendments are concerned in terms of firearms. You've got uh, a, a situation of the ease of actually getting firearms. They're selling mm. them in supermarkets. They're easy to get hold of, you know, firearms. I know there's been a bit of move recently to tighten up a little bit, background checks, etc. Mm. Then you've got that situation of, um, well, I mean, you've got, a, you know, you've got a serious mental health problem as well. Those all come together. Um, and it's a perfect storm, and unfortunately, we're seeing more and more. Mm. I mean, I, w- I don't know if we're even seeing more and more of it. It seems to be a steady it, conga it, it line. It seems of, to be getting more, though, doesn't it? It, it feels that way. Maybe yeah. we're just hearing about it more. I'm, I'm not sure it's being mm. reported more because people are more aware of it. But it's a problem. It's oh. a serious problem, and when we're seeing school shootings at the, the rate we're seeing them, you have to wonder what's going on there. You do. Matt Watson, what a pleasure to have you in the studio for the Thank first time. Thank you for one. having me in. You have been brilliant and it's good and I love the news, so you're doing such a great job. Great to be here, loving being here. Oh, good. Um, never haven't spent a great deal of time in Tasmania before, so this is new to me and it's great. Oh, good on you. Welcome, it's Tasmania Talks. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from nine.